God bless you. We want to thank you for coming in and being with us today in the studio. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about staying the course. Mm -hmm. Amen. This being the new year, there's a lot of people who have set new goals and yes. you know have uh, you know aspirations for change and things being different. And there's a course that you have to take mm -hmm. in order for what you're wanting to see happen be something that does happen. And so this is a big subject matter it is. because uh, we all have been off course before. Yes or gone somewhere that we thought was the right course and ended up not being the right mm. the right way to go. We'll be talking more about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we um, I remember a time when we were going to um, my mom's house, and I've said this story before. Oh, man. We were going to my mom's house, and it was Thanksgiving, and we had a course that we went. Look, at you're rolling your eyes because you know where it's like coming. like 20 years ago. You're supposed to forgive me by now. Um, I think it was a little bit longer. But we are going the course that we always go, and it took us four hours to get from our house to my mom's house, and it was Thanksgiving. And we had a course that we went every time. But you decided that you were going to look at the map and see that on the map there was a way that seemed closer, and it seemed like it was going to benefit us from going. And I remember, what did I say? I said, no, babe. I said, let's go the normal way. Let's go the normal way. And on the way back, we can go your way since we don't know. No, nope, no. Nope. And I remember all the way to the gas station, we're getting the gas and everything. And I'm telling you no. And then you're like, but this. And I finally said, okay, Josh, let's go the way you want to go. And you could tell them the story. Go ahead. Tell them the rest of the story. What it was is on the map, the road that went through the mountain, it looked shorter than the road that took us all the way around the mountain. And everything was good until we were coming down the mountain. There's all these turns and, and stuff. And it no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It was not good when it was four hours in and we were still three hours away from my mom's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so it took, us, it took us... Seven hours. Seven hours to get there. And three but, children throwed up, threw up. But that was the thing is that all of a sudden one of my kids began to throw up. Then the other one began to throw up, and I remember the third one was going to throw up, and you pointed your finger at him, and you said, you better not throw up. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad trip. Uh, it was definitely... The wrong course. The wrong course, and, 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 and this is an area where we want to spend some time today with you to talk about, because, you know, in order for you to stay on course, the first thing is, is that you have to be on That's course. That's right. You don't want to be in a place that, that you're not supposed to be and think that it's taking you somewhere that it never mm -hmm. will. And uh, so it's important, amen, that we, we learn how to identify that right course and then stay on it so that we can get to the destination that, that that course is designed to take us to. You know, in Psalms 37, verse 23, can you go ahead and you read that for us today? Yes. Before I read this, I would like to say that in every area of your life, there's oh, a every course. Area. In your job, your, the church that you go to, the school your children go to, Everything about your life, the job you have, the, the church that you go to, the children's church, yeah. relationships, everything, there is a right course. And you could move somewhere for a great job, but it not be the right course of the church you're supposed to be in. You can go somewhere where this church seems to be the, the best church you're supposed to go to, but God wants you at a different one. So knowing the correct course to be on is so important because yes. it, it just it, it it has to be 
God's will in that area. Because if you are, are you have this job that maybe pays better, but the Lord's telling you to go to this, this thing, you need to do what the Lord's telling you because what seems right may not be right for you in the future. Amen. Yeah. So I wanted to say that before I went, because it's so important in every area of your life, not just the one. Well, Psalms 37, 23 says this, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Amen. The steps of a good man. One translation mm -hmm. says the steps of the righteous yes. are ordered. And this word ordered isn't a suggestion. Mm -hmm. It's a command. Basically Amen. what it means is that God is the one that is directing your mm -hmm. footsteps. And it's so important that we as a people locate what is the plan that God has for my life? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the course that he wants me to take? And, and that we follow that. Amen. Yes. Because there's things that we can do within our own strength. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to produce the same results as if we locate from God. How how is it, Lord, that you want to use me? And Lord, what's what what's my part? What do I have to do to find myself accomplishing and enjoying the things that you've laid out for mm -hmm. my life? And what I always tell people is that when it comes to your life's purpose, you know, it, it's not your decision; it's your discovery yes. of how God wants to use you. And that's that's where this scripture definitely comes into play, because when you are when you are allowing the Lord to direct your steps. The second part of this verse says that, you know, he, he delights in yes. his way. Amen. You know, you'll find pleasure and fulfillment and satisfaction when you're on the road, the path that God has for your life. It's going to put you in a place to where, you know, it might not always be easy, but there's always going to be peace. There's always going to be strength. There's always going to be hope because you know that God's mm -hmm. the one that is directing every step that you take. And, you know, you had already mentioned the next verse of scripture that we wanted to share and that is in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. It says, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of mm -hmm. death. Amen. So if there's a way that seems right, then there's always going to be a way that is right. Mm -hmm. But God says there's a way that seems right. But notice God didn't say to me, it seems right. God knows what is right. Mm -hmm. He said to us, though, that there are going to be things, courses that we're going to look at and go, oh, well, this, this seems all right. Yeah. No, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, you just mentioned, you know, the, the trip from hell that we took <laughs> through the mountains. But, you know, there's a lot of people that we have seen through the course of our lives that have stepped towards things that seemed right. We've done things that have yes, seemed right. Yes. Every single one of us have. Well, a lot of times it's because what, like you said, what seems right or in the natural it looks this way or uh, not only the natural, but, um, you know, uh, um, What's that word I'm trying to get? But not just in the natural, but just in reality. It, it seems this way. Like me, I when I go from point A to point B, if I know I'm going to go uh, from one side of town to the other side, and it is 8, eight to 9 o'clock in the morning, I know that there's certain routes that I need to take to avoid all the school kids. I know that if it's between 2 and 4, I have to take certain routes. I have that in, in my head. I know which way to go yeah. to avoid all of the traffic. I know that. And same way, like when I go to my daughter's home, if I know I want to get there at a certain time, I know which routes to take. But, you know, getting in the car and I'm about to go, doing what seems right and doing the course that I want would not be to listen to the unction of the Holy Spirit when he says, okay, today I need you to go a different route. Today I need you to go a different route. Because just because you know what's the best way, you feel like you know what's the best way, God knows there's traffic ahead. God knows there was an accident or God knows he's avoiding an accident. Mm -hmm. So. Excuse me. You, we need to make sure that our ear is always open to the Lord to hear those things. The day before yesterday, I went to the, 
pick up my daughter to go to school. And um, when we were leaving her house, like I said, I'm a very, um, that's when, when people, when I'm in the car with somebody and they're driving, it's, it, it used to be, because now I've learned a lot better. It's like, I'm like, why are they taking this road? It's going to be longer. Why, why are you taking this? Oh, well, it's a straight shot. But did you know that there's eight lights? And if you take this road, there's only two. There's a difference. You yeah. know, I, in my brain, I'm thinking all this stuff, but I'm like, you know, no, I'm, they're driving, so I don't say anything anymore. But as we were leaving my daughter's house, I, I said to her, and I was just about to leave to go the way that I thought was right. And she said, no, Mom. I, so I, I stopped and I said, okay, Leah. I said, what's the best way to get to the boys' school from this house? Because she had moved. And she said, take this road. Take this road and this road. She said, we've tried it every other way. And she said, and this road is the best way. Now, in myself, I could have said, that doesn't make sense because there's three schools on the way. But see, she had tried a certain way and she had gotten the correct course from where she was at. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a course laid out for me. I have a plan laid out for me. I could have said, no, I'm going to take another course. But why? If this is already laid out and this works, I'm going to do that. So just knowing that that you have to be on the course God directs is so yeah. important. You know, we can um, go all of our lives doing the right thing, but it not be the great thing that God has for us. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think the worst case scenario is when we disobey. Oh, yes. You know, the way that God is presenting to us, because sometimes people are moved by what they see. You know, it's they have sense, knowledge, faith. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'll believe it when I see it. I, you know, I'll believe it when I can touch it, you know, and they have to have something that appeals to their senses before they'll react. And in doing so, you know, a people, they encounter a, a lot of good looking mistakes. Oh, yes. You know, it's like they, they, they marry someone that's not of a like faith and, and they think that somehow they're going to change that person after they get together. And then they wind up being in this challenging relationship, you know, or... That's they, so unfair. That's so unfair to the other person or to you because they have a course and, and maybe they're, they, they're happy in that course and you have a course and you think, oh, well, I'm going to marry this person. I'm going to be in a relationship. And then this person has to change who they are for me. For me, I'm like, no, just find somebody that thinks in faith like you and and is growing with you, not I'm going to change them. That's just not right. Well, that and God's not going to bring you a relationship where there's um, where there's some assembly required by mm. you. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh, praise the Lord. Where things are you know, required of you. And I think that the worst case scenario is when God orders your steps. It's not that God just comes along one time in your mm -hmm. life and says, this is the direction I want mm -hmm. you to go. But God's good to where, like, even if we start getting off oh, the path, yes. uh -huh. God will do things to gently bring us back yes, to the will. right, to the center of the path. But, you know, I, I think that there are times in life where people do things that seem right to them and they do it to their hurt mm -hmm. because God will give you warnings and God mm -hmm. will... God will sound an alarm to bring you to a place to where you, you understand this is the way that he is telling you he wants you to take your life. And, and if you resist, then you can suffer unnecessary roughness. And one of the things that I think about is yeah. I, I had someone shared a story with me one time about how there was a young pastor. He was, you know, mid-30s, you know, had a, had a good marriage, you know, had like three children. Church was doing great. And um, he wound up dying in this horrible car accident um, coming home, you know, from the church one day. And, you know, people were just floored. 
they're like, how, you know, people start questioning God, you know, God, how could you let this happen? This, this was a good man. This was a young man. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got a great ministry. Lord, why would you let this man die like that? And what was shared with me was that at the funeral, one of his friends came up to his wife and he told it, the, the wife, he said, you know, I don't know if this will mean anything to you. He said, but I think you should know. He said, for the last six months, he said, your husband, who was the pastor, kept telling me that God kept telling him to drive home from work, from the church, a different way than the way that he had been taking. And he said that her husband kept telling him, man, the Lord keeps telling me to drive this other way home, but it takes me three miles longer to get home by going that way. And he kept going his way. And he died on the way coming home. God knew the way. Mm -hmm. God knew the right way, but that man knew the way that seemed right. Mm -hmm. And it cost him his life. It mm -hmm. cost him his ministry. It cost his family. Those, his family, you know, those boys, you know, their father's absent now. That, that wife, her husband's absent now. And so when it comes to staying on the course, you have to take a step back and, and see just beyond mm -hmm. yourself. You need to see the cause and effect that is created by you staying on the course that God has directed for your life. A lot of times us staying on the course that God has directed for us helps others stay on their course. It's, it, it truly does. It truly does. I know for a fact when I see my pastor and I see the leaders that I follow, the mentors that I uh, that I admire the mentors that I, you know, like to emulate. When I see them, and I see them strong in their course, and I see them walking the course, and I see them walking things out ahead of me. Mm -hmm. It makes me stronger, and it makes me feel like, you know, what I can do this too. Yeah. You know, I I surround myself with people that are going somewhere, and they're in the course that God has for them. And you know what? As long as I'm following them, as long as I'm, um, you know, learning from them, I could stay the course, and it brings me strength. Because I see, you know, maybe something that my ministry is going through or my church is going through. And I think, oh, they went through this. They went through this and this is how they handled it. I'm going to handle it the same way. Or I learn from their mistakes because they share their mistakes. You know what? This happened. We did this. You know what? Don't do it that way. And we can learn so much by following other people that are on the course that God has for them. And we don't realize so much. People are looking at us. Yeah, they're people, watching People not only are looking at us, but they're believing that you're going to stay the course because they need help. Yeah. And you staying on your course, whatever course it is, you staying on your course is helping others around you. It's helping your children, your yeah. your co-workers. They see you stay in the course. They're going to stay the course because of you. Yeah, and if you and you see it when people are off course. Yes. You rarely see someone out going the wrong way by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen this in life and I've seen it in ministry. I always remember the only time I've ever gone shopping on Black Friday with you, period. And it was like almost 30 years ago. And I remember it was at a Target store. And I remember we were in there and I was trying to buy this stereo and I got it. But I remember the line was almost, it was more than half the way around the store mm -hmm. to get to the cash registers. And I remember when we went to go pay, we're at the back of the store, and it was like, you have got to be kidding me. The line was so massive. And I remember people just lining up. And I remember you told me, hold on, honey. And you took off. <laughs> 
And next thing I know, here you come walking back up and you go, they, this whole line is feeding into two registers and they have nine registers up there. And I remember you were like Moses. You were like, follow me, people. There's empty <laughs> registers up here. And these people just started following you. But you think about that. You've got people that will just start following folks just be, because, you know, they, they have no sense of direction themselves. And, and they're counting on, oh, you know the right way. And they don't realize that maybe you're taking them the wrong way. You know, you, you, you have uh, that scenario. And then, you know, I, I've seen, anyways, I can go on and on and on, you know, about situations like that. But, you know, I think that when it comes to staying the course, one of the greatest things that you have to understand, there's a lot of parameters, a lot of dynamics, but really keeping it simple today is that you have to locate the will of God. Yes, amen. And then you have to confer no longer with flesh and blood. Once you know that this is the way that God wants to, your life to go, then you don't need to keep looking for more confirmations if you've received them from the people that speak the loudest in your life, especially your pastors. Well, can you stay there right there? Because I, me and you both know a lot of people that this is what God said, and I'm, and I'm not going to no longer talk to people because I know God said this, but yet their, their God said comes with no word backing it. Yeah. No word backs up what you said God said. Not only does no word back it, but there's nobody that you're allowing to speak into your life. So number one, find the will of God. But how do you find the will of God? The word that God, the, the will of God for your life will always match his word. Yep. So if the will of God for your life is to marry this, to get this man divorced so that you can marry him, that's not the will of God. Yeah. No, that's not the will of God. Right there, you just done yeah. stop because God you're and his to... word are one. Exactly. So find the will of God. How do you find the will of God? Go to his word. Seek people out that, that are have wisdom. Pray with them. Have them help you come up with a plan. It'll always back up, be backed up with the word. Mm -hmm. When you've done that, and this is what we've done because we heard Kenneth Copeland do this, and mm -hmm. we've done this since we heard him say this in 1997. So go ahead, you didn't finish that part. Well, once you've located the will of God, you confer no longer with flesh and blood. Now, let me just put a little bit more emphasis on that yeah. as well. Is that when it comes to confirmation, you should be receiving, if you're married, there should be a, yes. a witness in your yes. spouse. absolutely say that, yes. Because you're one flesh, and the Bible says, how can two walk lest they be in agreement? There has to be agreement here. And if you don't have agreement, you need to pray until you can find the peace. The other thing is that if you're single, you know, you need to, the Bible says, let everything be established out of the mouths of two or three witnesses. One of those witnesses should be your pastor. <laughs> because if that man or woman is standing before the throne of God at the end of days to answer for everything that they've done to, to help you direct your life in the way that is right, then God will speak to them mm -hmm. about the changes that he's wanting to do in your life. The Bible says God doesn't do anything without first revealing it to his prophets. Your pastor's not going to be caught off guard if God's telling you something There'll be a witness or the same way. You pray and, until you find that peace, mm -hmm. you know. But if the only confirmation you're getting is from your closest circle, like only the people in your home, something's not right. You should be getting confirmation from those that speak the loudest in your life, your spiritual leaders, uh, you know, ministers that have a, a proven track record. These are places where you want to receive mm -hmm. confirmations. Amen. Amen. And so it's important that you locate the will of God Confer no longer with flesh and blood. Once you know absolutely this is the way that God wants me to go, then you don't need to keep looking for people to say, uh-huh, yeah, I got a witness. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is you need to do whatever it takes to get the job done God's mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. because his way is the right way. But I think one of the greatest challenges when it comes to this, though, is that you have this gift that God gave every single one of us called free will. Mm -hmm. 
to where you have the right to choose to do what you want. And every one of us, when we face the perfect will of God and the steps that he's commanded, there's going to be times in your life where your commitment to that gets tested, mm -hmm. you know, to where your flesh, you're going to feel things in your flesh. There are going to be circumstances that you feel mm -hmm. that are going to try to push you to alter that way and go a different way. And if you do, it, it's not only going to affect you, it's going to affect others. And when I, did, yeah. when I think about this, the person I think about the most was Jesus Christ, our greatest example. Mm -hmm. When he was in that Garden of Gethsemane, yes. and the Bible says that he was getting ready to drink the cup of God's wrath, and he said, Lord, if it's possible, Lord, for this cup to pass, let it pass. Yes. You know, He said, but nonetheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He, he prayed that prayer more than twice mm -hmm. because his flesh was dealing with the way that he was supposed to go. And we know the thing that caused him to succeed was, you know, the Bible says for the joy that mm -hmm. he set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. He sits at the right hand of the father. Jesus wasn't looking no longer at the crucifixion. His eyes were on the resurrection. He knew if I will complete this way, there are other people. There's more sons and daughters that will okay. come as okay. a result of me laying down my life. And so I think it's important that you have to realize that you need to surrender your will to his way. Mm -hmm. And that's a decision that you have to make every day. Yeah, and God always, I remember us, we know, we knew the course that God had for us coming to Visalia, and we knew that God told us to come. And I remember we we had the plan that God had for us, had the course God planned for us, but we waited. Yeah, we waited. Two years. We were we were doing what we thought was the right thing. We did we, a good thing instead we, of the right thing. We did a good thing instead of the right thing. And it delayed us being here for two years. But I remember when we were we had we were here and I remember we kept hearing, Oh, we've been looking for a church like you. You know, we really needed a church like you. And I remember you feeling so bad and feeling like you missed it, feeling like, mm -hmm. you know, you, we should have been here earlier. And I remember the Lord telling you, Josh, I'm going to make you, you were doing a good thing, not the right thing. And he told you, he said, I'm going to make you uh, make up for lost time. Yeah. And he did because in his, he corrected us. But man, he also helped us, you know. Oh, he did. He brought so much growth yes. to where we did more in the first five years of ministry you know, than what two years would have done. I mean, we were in six different locations the first five years. Because of growth. All because of growth. But it's growth that could have happened two years earlier. Yeah. And then maybe there's something that God's been speaking to your heart about. Maybe there's a way that you know he wants you to go, but maybe you're still struggling with going that way because there's other ways that might be appear easier. I'm telling you, follow the steps that God has Amen. for you. God's not going to let you fail. God's not going to let you fall. Amen. You just need to decide within yourself, I refuse to fail. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you will find yourself not only staying on the course, but fulfilling God's purpose. We love you so much. And our prayer is that you have absolute victory in your life. God bless you. We'll see you on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.